Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to chat with my friend Paul from Miami, Florida, from South Beach. He's going to talk to us about staying on our toes. He's going to share a story when he had three employees in the backyard. He was off running an errand, and somebody came and actually stole his Ford F-250 trailer and tools. And uh, it's definitely, we kind of joke, not even joke, but we, we kind of talk lightly about this situation in today's episode. But at the time, that was overwhelming. That was traumatizing. That was scary to be new in business and to have a Ford F-250, a trailer in your tools stolen. And so Paul's going to share what he learned from that experience. We've kind of been in the vein here. Brian Fullerton just did an episode, actually dropped it today about some of the mistakes he's made in business and, and some of those traumatizing experiences he had. I just put out an episode recently where I shared a story about my um, worst day in business when we broke my customer's window. <sighs> okay, I'm not even going to go that. Uh, don't open up the wounds guys, I need therapy. I need help. <laughs> Counseling. Uh, I'm healing up from that. But anyway, we have made mistakes as business owners. And the thing is we can share the stories unto learning from those stories and uh, how we can be better going forward. So we don't repeat these same mistakes, uh, but that our businesses are run uh, really well and as profitably as possible. So we really appreciate Paul coming on the show today and uh, being vulnerable with us and, and sharing this crazy, crazy, crazy story that he's about to share. Also, thanks to today's show sponsor, the Hardscapist Academy. If you guys want to become professional hardscapers, check out the resources available at the Hardscape Academy. Caleb put together a how to install retaining wall comprehensive guide, how to install stone patio paver uh, comprehensive guide. He also has one-on-one coaching available and a bunch more over there at the Hardscape Academy. Also want to let you know the GIE Plus Expo is still on. I'm going to be interviewing Chris Kaiser on July 22nd. We'll get more of an update from him. And they're giving away $5,000 for somebody who registers to somebody who registers before July 24th. If you've already registered, you're eligible. If you haven't registered, you can save yourself 50% off this year's registration with the promo code Paul. Well, speaking of Paul, that's our interview today. We're going to go to South Beach and chat with my guy, the Miami Landscaper. All right, guys, today we're going to have the Miami landscaper. Paul, I can't say your name correctly. I, I just call you Paul Chipotle, but say it, say it for us. Capote. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So friend of the show, listener of the show, guest of the show. And last time you were on, Paul, we get done talking and then you're like, oh man, I had all these stories I wanted to share, but I, I got kind of nervous or excited and I forgot to share them. So I was like, all right, well, what we'll do is we'll bring you back on and uh, give you round two. So you get a, in golf, we call it a mulligan. So here's, oh, here's yeah. your time. You got a bunch of good stories for us, man. How, how's Miami been this summer? Ooh, like Marty Grummer says, hundred hundred days of hell. Yeah, these it is, it's serious. These jokers up in Michigan and Ohio making all these Instagram posts. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. Drink water, you know, and and of course, <laughs> drink water and stay. I'm like, why don't you guys come down to Georgia or Miami and then start complaining? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's serious. 
you have to really consider the timing and all that. Uh, and um, water, hydration, man, you said it. Yeah, I'm just playing with you all my, there's a bunch of people in Ohio and Michigan that uh, are friends of the show and uh, they just crack me up because it's, it's like two weeks of the year, it's hot <laughs> up there and they're they're, yeah. they're over dramatic. I'm like, my guy Paul's out there at 7.30 in the morning and it's it's hot. Oh, man, I did an estimate this morning, it was, it was nine and uh, you can open your eyes. Nine, nine, nine a.m. <laughs> it's just beaming. Um, yeah, you got to be real considerate. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's seasonal, but you got to pull through. Yeah, definitely. I might be coming down to Miami in January or February. So we might, we might do a winter road tour through, through Florida. What, what's the temperature like down there in, in, uh, middle of January? That's when it's nice to come. That's when it's nice. It's still hot, of course, but, uh, you know, not, not scorching. You know, it's the humidity down here. The humidity is what makes everything uh, different. Um, it, it just feels like you're drowning because there's just so much water in the air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what, what, what would it? What would South Beach be if I come down there in January? Little winter road tour. What uh, What are we looking at? Seventies oh, nice. or eighties? Nice. Uh, high seventies, I would say. Um, super enjoyable. Right now, if you go too many hours, you just can't last unless you have some type of tent or something. Mm. You know, and then though in that season, it's nice. You could go hang out and a couple hours pass by. You don't even notice. You get a little tan. You're good. But yeah, right now you a couple hours on, on South Beach sand and you're crisping on the sun. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Well, are you going to yeah. take me down to South Beach if I go down there? I've, yeah. I've heard all about it. I've never been there. Hopefully, hopefully COVID uh, calms down by then. But we'll, ah, be, good. we'll be... be good. People are still up and down. People yeah, it'll be over by now. then. I'm hoping. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Awesome. And GIE, we got to make it to GIE. That's going to be my first GIE as well. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm interviewing Chris Kaiser uh, next week. Uh, no, two weeks, uh, July twenty second, eleven a.m. I'm uh, going to be in Alexandria, Virginia. He's the uh, president of the OPEI. He he makes all the decisions with that. So we'll get him on the air here and uh, get the update on the GIE Plus Expo. But uh, did you uh, did you sign up yet? I, I will soon. I know that within this week, I know like you, you said on one of your podcasts, uh, the, the early birds, those are the early birds. So I got to hop on it. Yeah. Use the Paul promo code. Oh, yeah. There you go. Promo code Paul. And <laughs> they're giving away $5,000 to uh, one lucky winner, but you got to register before July 24th. And and for guys who have already registered, they were asking, what do I need to do? Nothing. You if, As long as you've registered, your name's going to be eligible and then they'll pick one lucky no winner. Laughter. So... Uh, Great plug. Trying there, to grab Paul. a group down here from Miami out there. Out there for sure. Yeah, well, tell all your boys promo code Paul. Get get them fifty percent off. <laughs> for sure. And Thank get, you. Get Thank your you. get your hotel fast because my first year I waited till like you know a month before the expo, and um, I go to get a hotel and they're all sold out. They're all booked, so I ended up oh, staying cool. in the hood at the Red Roof Inn, and that was. <laughs> That was I think I heard about that story. I remember, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, I, did, I get a knock on the door at two a.m. and I'm like, "What kind? You know, what kind of room service is this?" So they they had some extracurricular activities going on there, and it was not uh, not to my liking. I I like peace and quiet, and you know, no we'll uh, reserve ahead. What's that? We'll reserve ahead. We'll reserve ahead. What was what? I can't understand you. We'll reserve ahead with those. Oh, we will reserve ahead. Yeah, definitely. You you don't want to stay at that Red Roof Inn. You want to stay 
at the uh, cluster of hotels right outside the Kentucky Exposition Center. Those are all all pretty good. And uh, it's all folks for attendees at the GIE stay in there. So, you know, you got, we all kind of got each other's back. And then downtown uh, Louisville is good too. There's a lot of good hotels down there. But that red roof in, man, was yeah. kind of sketchy. <laughs> uh, I bet I remember that story. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go in detail. This is your time. This is your redemption. <laughs> this is your story time. So sure, what stories sure. do you want to tell us? You, you're you're yeah, crushing sir. it down there. Tell us some stories. Well, Paul. you know, like we, like you said, oh, we had a great interview the first time, and thank you so much for putting me back on. Uh, and you know, there's just so many years of of work and stories, and and uh, you know, it's hard to squeeze it in one hour. You know, we could have been on there all day, but it was good. Um, you know, big stories, man. Like, uh, yeah, you gotta. I, I guess I could categorize it as a. Uh, you gotta be on your toes. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is one episode you could say be on your toes. You know, because it all seems good on the gram, and everyone, ah, you're doing great, but. We have to be on our toes as business owners. You know, you know how that is. I heard your a uh, couple of podcasts ago that you did about the, the broken window. <sighs> like all that stuff happens, man. It just, <sighs> just you got to charge it to the game. But at the same time, like you said, uh, don't get into stuff that you probably shouldn't be, um, you know, getting getting your feet wet with. You know. Yeah, I, I think, just like so, you said, so stay people. on your toes, or I've heard it said, like, you know, stay in your lane, because that, that whole fiasco, if you guys know what Paul's talking about, I broke my customer's window, a nice big old window, big old house. The guy was the <laughs> owner of Caraba's <laughs> restaurant, and the I don't even know how it happened, because the, the ladder falls off the roof, land, you know, lands, and the way it pivots, then it falls into the house, and then with the momentum, the whole thing breaks the window and then the whole, oh, whole yeah. rest of the ladder literally ladders in the house like i was like worst case scenario everywhere i was yes, like carmelo yes. you you could try that a hundred more times and you wouldn't have been like it was just the most bizarre situation the way it landed and <laughs> fell and then fell again and i was like you couldn't even tr- you know if they paid you ten thousand dollars to do that you probably couldn't even have repeated <laughs> that but yeah it's yeah, a funny story sure. now but there's nothing worse there's no worse thing in business than working all day and losing money like I would have made, I would have made more money that day, you know, sitting on my couch watching Seinfeld. I would at least broke even, but you know, I lost a, a ridiculous amount of money that yeah. day. By no, time. I can, uh, I could say the weed whacker. We've broken, we've broken two windows because of the weed whacker. It's just a, a matter of, of, of time where one of those little tiny rocks goes and, and just hits a window. It's just possible. It's numbers. It's the numbers game. We cut, you know, a thousand lawns a year. It's possible that one little rock is going to go where it shouldn't um you know and those things you just got to be aware and have your insurance your insurance um has to be there you know um you know hopefully you don't have to use it much but uh general liability that's what it's for you know accidents happen uh and thankfully you know the small accidents that i've had i had liability and and they were able to cover it but uh, obviously it's a headache and it's stressful you got to be on your toes. <laughs> yeah. So give us some actual specifics and examples about being on your toes. Is there a situation where you weren't on your toes and you, you know, customer took you to town, you know, and you, you, you had a bad job or is there, is there just generalized? You mean stay on your toes or what? Yeah. Generalized, but, um, like a tree job, for example. Um, so I was super young, probably 17 years old, bidding out this job, charged super cheap. And, and at the end of the job, try to talk to the client and say, Hey, you know, um, you know, we were here like a week long for like 300 bucks, you know, would you be able to help us with an extra hundred? And the client said no. And that was like the biggest 
the biggest heartbreak, you know, it was, it was harsh, you know, and it was, it was bad on their part, you know, cause they knew they were dipping us, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, you know, in another scenario with these big trees, you know, more, uh, more funny, you know, you know, I'm glad the client stopped us, but we had three big trees to cut bigger than some of the trees I've cut till today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I think back at it and I'm like, so young. I'm like, I don't know how we did that. Oh, we took out two trees and then on the third tree, we started getting frustrated and we were going to just cut it from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the client comes out, no, 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 no. She was a good thing she stopped us. <laughs> the wrong tree. <laughs> Who knows what would have happened. No, she, she felt like it was just going to, it was just a big tree. She felt like it was just going to come towards the house and we're like, oh. stop, stop, stop. And then we stopped little by little, safety. You know, nowadays we have lifts. I don't, I don't get up nowhere. Like I like my feet on the ground. That's why I think back on how I used to do things like that. I'm like, no, it's so crazy. You have to be careful. There's so much. Yeah, that can go you, you got to know, speaking of insurance, um, you know, you, you need to know your general liability, but then, um, you need to know what your insurance covers because for me, my insurance policy is if my feet are on the ground, I'm covered. So if I'm, you know, tr- if I'm pruning, with my chainsaw and I, you know, it's eight feet. Well, I'm six foot tall. Eight feet would be kind of high. If it's like six foot tall and I'm just sitting there and I'm pruning something, I'm, I'm covered. But if I climb up, if I put spikes on in my, you know, chainsaw outfit, That's climb up, I'm not, I'm not insured. And so I, what I have to do is I have to subcontract out to an actual tree professional who has, uh, he pays a lot of money in specific tree mm-hmm. insurance. But if he's, you know, he's covered if he falls and dies or, you know, and I mean, that's worst case scenario, but it does happen. No, or, yeah, you got to have the right guy for the job. Yeah. You know? So um, you, you don't sub, play sub, with sub trees. Sub the job out, you know? Yeah. We do, but I, I, I make sure I send an expert. I'm not up yeah. there climbing. Like my guys have, we, we've had, we've had scares as well with the chainsaw, um, where, where, you know, you, you can get really injured. Oh yeah. Um, and you think, Oh yeah, I'll go up there. Yeah. yeah I got it. And then no, no, you got to, be responsible and just say, you know, no, or just keep your feet on the ground, call the expert. We were renting out lifts too, you know, calling people out. Um, I have a few buddies, father and son, it was, was a big help um, these last couple of months. But yeah, you got to have the right right equipment man, and charge right. The trees are so, it's so easy to underestimate a tree. Yeah, yeah, let's cut, cut it down. And you got yards and yards of trash that you don't know what to do with. You have to really, really take all these things into account. Yeah, and you have to take into account. I, I did an episode on site relativity with sod, but it's the same with trees because if the, if you're doing the tree in the backyard, and then you have to carry the big old heavy, you know, parts of the tree to the front yard, you you got to have the right machine to do that. You know, whether it's a a Toro Dingo or Bobcat Bucket or whatever, but you can't just pick up the logs of the trees and carry them from the back. I mean, you could, but it, it would take you all day long or, or multiple days. And then, you know, a chipper or whatever, do you have a truck with a chipper that, or are you going to just throw it in the trailer and take it to the dump? I mean, it's, it's time consuming. I, my first few years, man, I, I lost money on tree jobs until re- and then I found People shout outs stay to away from them because of that. Yeah, but shout outs to Wrigley Tree Service. If you guys are in Atlanta area, man, hit up my boy Chance Wrigley, Wrigley Tree Service. He is, he just climbed, he puts the spikes on, he climbs right up there and he's been doing it for almost 30 years and he just, he does such oh, a yeah, great no, job. It's awesome to watch too. It's awesome to watch. He's it's like Tarzan up there. Just, yeah, just, just, just effortless and he knows what he's doing and it scares me because I'm like, man, just like, you know, be a little more careful. 
And, uh, but anyway, we charge a lot of money, you know, by the time I pay him and he brings one of those big old trucks, box truck, uh, haul away things with yep, the chipper the numbers, uh, numbers add up quick. And then you put the, you know, just put the debris in there and it chops it right up and, and then takes it to the dump. But I mean, you're talking thousands and thousands there, there, you don't touch a tree job for under 2,500. That's like the bare minimum, like that we charge bare minimum, just like basic prune up but if it uh, if it true. gets bigger than that and we start cutting trees down haul them in a way i mean you're getting a three four five six seven thousand dollars easily tree tree work is big money but i mean it, it's a lot of money that they big risk big money i got that here in the notes big risk big money yeah and that's one 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 thing that for sure we could touch on you know um i've been able to grow because of the, the risk you know there's been so many things that so many stories that we could say oh just throw in the towel just throw in the towel you know, so many people tell me, are you really going to continue? Well, what now? And you got to keep going and take the risk and keep going. And the result is going to show up at the end. Yeah. And a hundred, um, Paul, a hundred percent of these stories, I, I read these biographies and autobiographies and listen to audiobooks, and a hundred percent of the stories that I've ever heard, you know, there's always the failure part of it. Like there's none of these companies, Apple or Facebook or, you know, whatever the company you know. is and you read the entrepreneur behind it, it was never like, oh, I thought I'd start a business and I started just it. Walk it's, a, in the park. it's a multi-billion dollar business and I, my life's perfect. It n- never happened ever. No, <laughs> there's always have, like, there's a crazy valley, crazy yep. thing. But so, some people have the failure in the valley and they just throw in the towel and quit. I'm like, ah, screw that. And what you're telling me, I want to hear more in a minute, but what you're telling me is, yeah, we went through the ringer, but we're still, we're, we're, like that's the fun, that was a past chapter. There's new chapters yep. about to be written, and that's what I love about you is you're just you're out there hustling, going and getting. I watch your Instagram stories, dude. You got I'll put Paul's uh, Miami <laughs> landscaper in the today's show note links. You make sure you follow him on Instagram. But I love guys like you that you're just putting in the work year after year and figuring out, making adjustments. So keep going. But I'm you inspire me, man, Thanks, with your Mr. work ethic and your persistence. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Big risk, so, big reward, you're saying. Big risk, big reward, man. Thank you. Um, and like that, the the, 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 the challenges, I've, I've been, like, theft down here is a big thing. Theft mm-hmm. here is horrible. And I have a few law enforcement buddies, and I have help. Supposedly, there's bait, there's bait trailers. Wow. Because there's just so many people <laughs> stealing trailers. So I'm like, you guys have to do something about this. Don't tell me that you, you, you don't know about it. Like, they know. You get called, you get a call, you call a cop. Oh, a bunch of guys came and took my stuff. What do they do? They just take a bunch of notes and th- and that's it. You don't get your tools back. Nothing like very, very, very rare. They find the guy that has a bunch of tools hidden in his garage. And if you have your VIN number, you can get your tool back. If you wrote down your VIN number, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But uh, we got robbed big time, maybe five years ago. Mm. Five, yeah, five, six years ago. They, uh, my crew was working. Mistake number one, everyone in the backyard when there's a bunch of machinery in the oh, front. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, so three guys all in the back, no one in the front, in not the prettiest neighborhood. And the guys go to the front. Hey, where's the truck? Where's the truck? What all is in where's the front? The truck? Yeah, yeah, the truck's gone. What, 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 what all is in the front? A, tru- a, tr- a truck? What kind of truck? Truck and trailer. Truck and trailer. So with all my tools in it. So the guys go to the front of the yard and what do you mean? I didn't move the truck. Where's the truck? It's truck stolen. <laughs> oh my so gosh. They stole the whole rig, the whole rig. Unbelievable. We call the police and oh, okay. The, the police actually questioned me. They said that I was 
they, they, they made it seem like if I stole it from myself somehow, I would get, stole this. And oh my god! Like like if it was like an insurance claim, and I'm like, what the heck? Oh. And I was so mad. And then hours start passing by. I had to pick up my crew because they were on foot. It was a horrible scenario. And then. Wait, how did you, how did they communicate this to you? Hey boss, uh, someone stole the truck and trailer and tools. How'd that go down? The thing is my crew, my crew is quite wild, especially at the time. So we always mess around. Oh, this, we did that. And they'll mess around. I'm just Mm -hmm. kidding. You know, they'll always mess with me. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy sarcasm. And (laughs) I'm like, Nate, stop playing. You know, you guys, uh, this is for real and they're like hey man we're really sorry <laughs> we're really sorry we're really sorry boss someone stole your truck and trailer and tools I'm laughing now but this is this is horrific what what year what, what, what horrible, truck was this horrible. this was five years ago what kind of truck was it what kind of trailer what kind of tools was on board it was um an F-250 oh, a Ford gosh. and I guess those are easy you know you basically grunt the auto it put a screwdriver in the and, and, and the, the, the ignition, I guess, because mm-hmm. those things, I guess they're not built to take much. So you just pop it in. Um, and they took it. And then, so I get a few calls. Uh, I got a call later from a neighbor saying, hey, can you move your truck? It's in the way. And I'm like, my truck? What color is it? <laughs> he tells me the truck. I'm like, well, yeah, my truck got stolen and it just got left in your front yard. I'm going to be there right now. Oh, my God. He, he waited then. When I, when I show oh, up, wow. it's empty. It's empty. Yeah. Um, my trailer and truck is there. They even took my radio. My they took my lawnmower. My lawnmower was like seven thousand dollars. One of those right standards. Brand new, brand new. Um, all my blowers, all my like whatever weed whackers. They took like the ladders. They took everything, everything. They just left me the trailer and the truck. And yeah. uh, well, at least you was, got the truck was, back. So, so someone. Yeah, yeah. They they left the truck and then they left the trailer. That's fortunate. And they took the right mower, and they took the tools, man. Stay, that was probably like a ten thousand dollars loss. Stay on your toes. So, what did you learn? I mean, I'm just listening. The, immediately, you know, when you said three guys in the back and no supervisor in the front, um, are you guys allowed to pack nope. heat down there, in Miami, or when you're out working, or what's the uh, gun laws I, down there? I've so many stories like this that yeah, it became. I did, I was raised anti-gun. My parents, oh no, you don't need. My dad always said no. Someone gave me a gun when I was a kid and I hit it because I didn't, I was scared and mm-hmm. my parents just weren't like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thanks to the Second Amendment and the Florida laws, we can carry. And, and nowadays I carry daily. Mm-hmm. And none of these scenarios has happened when I'm there. But um, I had another scenario a couple years back again that that um, usually we don't see them. Usually, because this happens once or twice a year, that you should not like my whole truck gets stolen, but you call and there's a few whackers missing. And oh, great, you know, we got hit, you know. But usually no one gets seen. It's just, or the car leaves and by the time it's too late. But um, one particular scenario, these boys came up to my crew, pulled out a gun and said, hey, don't move. I'm going to get what I need and then and left. So it was a, it was a legit armed robbery. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, nowadays I can't. You, I can't. That, you were on site yeah. or your crew was on site? Um, we'll have one of my guys that carry currently. And then no, but I mean, but, when the guy, yeah, when the guy did the arm robbery, now you're making me double think my tour stop in Miami, man. Miami. <laughs> yeah. don't, go to, no. don't go, don't go, don't go too much to Broward. Broward, Mike, keep it in Miami and keep it in the, in the, the, just don't go to, it's like everything else. There's pockets. Yeah, There's you're you're gonna we're gonna have to talk off air of what hotel I'm staying at and what uh, 
what uh, we're nah, gonna have to have a plan, man. In the inner city. Yeah, I the can't. Inner city gets real bad. I can't call my sponsors and be like, "Oh, yeah, the truck's gone," <laughs> you know, on the tour. <laughs> what do you mean the truck's gone? I don't know. It's, maybe check. Stay away from Opalaka. <laughs> okay, Opalaka. Opalaka. No, no Opalaka. Opalaka. <laughs> don't hey, even go near it. Opalaka is what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Opa- nowadays, I gotta call. Hey, we got a yard here. No, it's okay. I don't do that area. Oh man, so no Opalaka. What's the other one? Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James DeVritis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 21st through the 23rd in Louisville. And don't forget, my friends at the GIE Plus Expo are giving away $5,000. It's uh, basically a $5,000 spending spree at the GIE Plus Expo to one lucky winner. You can get yourself a bunch of cool things for $5,000. Now, you need to register before July 24th to be eligible for the $5,000 shopping spree at this year's GIE Plus Expo. The early bird gets the worm. Or in this case, the early bird gets $5,000 shopping spree at GIE Plus Expo. Also, want to let you guys know, I was doing this coaching call last night that just got me pumped up and it got the uh, fellow that I was helping. He's all fired up and he's all pumped up. But uh, the main thing we acknowledged and addressed in his business was that he needs to raise his rates. And I have a perfect solution. I have a rate increase letter that's very successful. It's structured in a way that a customer is going to read it. And it sounds very reasonable why one would need to raise the rate from a business professionalism standpoint. And it's just a plug and play. You can put in your information, the date, the date effective of when you're raising your rate and email it to your customers. And I obviously suggest doing this annually for sure, right before the spring every year, depending on where you live, send it out in January, February, or March. But in the situation yesterday, this guy's going to send it out for a mid-season slight rate increase effective August 1st. And so you can do that. Plan A is annually. I love to send it out right before spring because that trains our customers to know that, oh yeah, Paul's raising his rates a few bucks this year. Just It just trains them. It just gets them knowing that you're raising your price. And if you need, if you're in a desperate situation where maybe you've been charging too low and you're just the rat in the wheel going out there and you're not hitting the 
targets that you need to hit financially, you may want to consider raising the rates mid-season. I've done that successfully as well. This letter will definitely help you. It's only $20. Marty will put the link to the rate increase letter in today's show notes with the GIE Plus Expo registration. And uh, use the promo code Paul to get yourself 50% off that. And the Hardscape Academy uh, will be in there as well. All right, back to my interview. It's good, man. Paul's Paul's just getting primed up. He's about to share some, some good stuff with us here coming up in the second half. I feel like it's a halftime report here, Marty. The second half of today's interview. Why am, I, why am I in such a good mood, you may ask? I'm pumped up to go on this tour, guys. We're just about a week away. I got all my, if you would see my home, I got suitcases everywhere and my all these travel things because I'm taking our equipment. I got to make sure it's all safe and secure. So I got all these like, I'm probably overdoing it a little bit. Um, but Nevertheless, I'm uh, I'm all prepared and getting everything set, and I'm just I'm really excited. It's like right before you go on a trip, you just the anticipation builds, and you're all pumped up. And uh, I'm so excited for this summer road tour powered by Echo. So looking forward to that. All right, back to my interview with the Miami landscaper. You said Briars. Oh, Broward. Yeah, Broward Briars. County has some hot spots too. You know. All right. Well, I, I'll stay oh, South yeah, Beach. Yeah. South Beach. If I get like a, a hotel on South Beach, am I all right? Am, am I all right? You'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> just don't, just don't uh, go out too late. I guess nothing happens good. Nothing good happens past midnight, right? <laughs> nothing good happens past ten p.m. Though the uh, Jim Trestle used to tell the uh, Ohio State Buckeye football players, my buddy was on the team, and he'd always tell them that after every practice, "Hey guys, you know, go home, eat your dinner, do study, and and I don't want to hear anybody that had a curfew ten p.m." That Nothing good happens after 10 p.m. So that, that was <laughs> That's the, the Buckeyes. That's the truth, for sure. No, thankfully, I've had a lot of help from my uh, fiance. I didn't get to bring her up in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one thing that I, I definitely wanted to put in there. My fiance has helped me tremendously in the business to get everything organized. Uh, we were able to implement recently the, the Dave Ramsey yes um, yes that, that snowball yes. you know that, that that was a big big deal because after that theft I wasn't gonna stop I just said hey credit card let's go finance all of it all over again I wasn't gonna save up and buy tools I just financed it all over again so I'm paying interest on tools that are stolen and I'm paying on interest on new tools that are potentially going to get stolen. <laughs> oh, so you still had payments on the tools that the, the robbers yeah, took. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was paying someone's mower. <sighs> oh, man. Yep. So stuff like that, <laughs> you know, you just got to <laughs> stay on your toes, man. Yeah, Paul, will you hear me laughing. I'm not laughing at, at your misfortunes. I'm just, it's no, funny. Hey, I, it's I, funny I laugh, now. You, <laughs> it's funny now, but your, your persistence and, and cause a lot of guys would say, up, oh, I quit. Like, especially in yeah. this. No, people will look at me and be like, you're taking this quite lightly. And I'm just looking at him like, Oh, tell me, tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you but, got to, you got to. As long as you're you're safe and we're healthy, we got work. And the bright work. thing about the future is, is we got time. Like we can make more money next month and the month after that. And if if we're diligent, and we, we price things accurately, and we put in the mm-hmm. effort and the hard work and the diligence, and uh, go for it. I mean, we'll we, make we can make we'll up make for up it for Ex- exactly. And and I haven't met one person, Paul. Both of our names, Paul. We got stories of our mistakes and and troubles in business and uh everyone else listening to this if they've been in business for more than an hour they have their stories too but (laughs) you can't quit you can't 
you know, throw a pity party. It's okay. What did I learn from that is okay. There's three guys in the backyard, no one in the front either. You know, you got to have a guy always keeping an eye on the equipment or you got to figure out a better way to lock all that stuff up. And, you know, how was the truck unlocked or how did they get into the truck to, yeah, the truck was unlocked, but I've had people tell me that like, Oh, you'd be thankful it was unlocked because if they were really following you, they were going to break the window anyway. Um, Mm. you know, like stuff like that. Like these guys were determined, like we're, you know, we have our career is landscaping. These these guys' career is theft, so they're actually really damn good at it. Yeah, you know, so they, they, if they're watching you, that's what these people like the cops and people say. Like, if they're really watching you, they're gonna get it. Um, you know, and that's why you just gotta stay away from those neighborhoods. You know, and 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 you know, at the end of the day, you're cutting along for thirty, forty bucks in these neighborhoods, the lower end. It's just not worth it at the end. We've been doing a lot of transitioning as far as the maintenance end. Mm-hmm. You know, I still do maintenance. But I've been seeing so much benefits in the installation, the design, um, that that it, it just doesn't make sense to continue uh, l- lowering my worth for small little. Well, I, I, I was I was running some numbers with the client last night. I was doing a one-on-one business coaching call, and we we're looking at okay, if you do a, four, a yard, it's forty dollars per maintenance. You go thirty-nine times a year in his climate he does 39 maintenances a year. He's not in that mm-hmm. Miami where you go year round. But anyway, he does 39 services per year at $40 a cut. I think it came out to 1560 revenue for that specific property for the year, 1560 yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah, and I also do a mulch job for him for $100 per yard installed and we do 10 yards and that's $1,000 revenue. And he pays 18 bucks a yard for mulch. So I was like, do you see the mathematics here? You go 39 times for this little $40 yeah. cut for fifteen sixty all year. And in one day you do 10 yards of mulch at almost, you know, the same revenue. Oh, it's only a thousand yeah. revenue. It's not quite 1560, but I was like one time versus 39 one times. Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. and, and the thing is, don't hear me wrong. High volume maintenance. If you do like what Brian ring does, where he just, he, when I was in Stillwater, Minnesota, this guy was like, yeah, we do that yard, that yard, that yard. He literally has three crews and oh, you can Brian's basically, maintenance does no, 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 no. Yeah. Brian's law <laughs> maintenance, but, uh, Brian, Brian ring is who I'm talking about here. Brian ring as well. Yeah. yeah this guy yeah. had three crews going and you could like basically throw a tennis ball across the street to the other crew. I mean, you can see their truck. They just, I never seen route density like Ring Lawn Care. They like own Stillwater, Minnesota. The the mayor knows his name. Like he's like, you know, <laughs> Ring Lawn Care up there. So if you're gonna go maintenance, you got to go high volume, high route density like Ring Lawn Care. But anyway, you got me on my rant there that landscape enhancements are such a good profit margin, and I, I think a lot of guys are leaving money on the table by not doing more installations Correct. with the knowledge of how to do them and do them the right way. And you, 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 you tap, tap all that down. You can really make bank. Yes. Yes. Um, the, the, the like you said, one day of work, you know, you can make decent money and, and compared to 49, 30 something times that you have to go to the top and the liability higher back to the, all these tools being swung back and forth. The weed whacker is quite dangerous tool that you get used very often, every property, you know, very fast. And then, oh, you, you ripped up one of my plants. Or, you know, the guys are trying to run through volume, 10 houses in a day, you know, so they're, they're not going to be going slow motion either. And then, and then that's the problem. Super detailed doesn't cut it. The, the house, the route doesn't get finished. So either you go really fast and finish the route to make money or 
you miss a house or two and then they all come out great. You know, you have yeah, to start and, fresh. And, and the other thing about lawn maintenance, I don't, I don't want to be super sour on lawn maintenance. I just want to put the facts because I've done this for 10 years and I've learned this over time. The other thing Correct. is when you get a bunch of rain, I don't know how often it rains in Miami, but we, we'll get oh, some three, four days worth of rain here in Atlanta. Your thing's all screwed up because then the guys, you know, your, your yards that you usually mow on Thursday, what rained on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, you had a wedding to go. I mean, you just, it just gets so mm-hmm. messed up with your schedule and then the customer's like, you know, Paul, when are you guys come in and, and you're like, have you, are you blind? It's been raining three straight days. You're not my <laughs> only customer. Like, you know, and you, yeah, you're trying yeah. to be professional and polite, but it's like these people are inconsiderate. But if you're doing landscape enhancements, most guys are booked out four to six weeks. So you're like, hey, ma'am, you know, give us a deposit and we'll get you on our schedule. But it's like, you know, it's a, it's four weeks out. And then when it does rain two Correct. days, I love you, that. you still, I love that. they're, yeah, they're still expecting okay. you Flexible. three weeks out. So they're not, and then you can catch up a little bit and it's, it's just so much easier to navigate your schedule with enhancements than, than lawn maintenance. But once again, I know like 80% of the people listening to us right now, we all do lawn, do lawn maintenance. maintenance. That's how we got to start. And it's steady Eddie. Like, you know, you're getting that 40 bucks yeah, every sure. week from that customer. And, and that's, that stable foundation is important when you are starting yeah. out. But if you're just going to only cut grass the rest of your career, at least consider, well, what if I also put in their mulch at $100 a yard? What if I also, I, I mean, I watch you guys putting in these stone patio uh, steps and, and they're, uh, what are they called? Yep. Little paths that you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I see all that Don't you're doing on Instagram quick. and all your plants and all that. That's making way more money than maintenance. But now you're getting me all fired up. I'm sorry. I got to let you talk. <laughs> You're my guest. Sure. You're pushing no, all my buttons. Too, so. You're pushing all my buttons, Paul. <laughs> what else you got for nah, us, my good. man? Um, good. I heard you talking about the IRS. Um, people got to take that really seriously. I got a, I got a, I, I got a, a way with um. Well, they were trying to get me on on a late fee, and I I, I related to that interview. You spoke to that accountant recently. Yeah, Ben Golden, Golden Tax Relief. Yeah. He, because usually how do you argue with the IRS? It's very hard. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to consider your opinion. It's just their way or the highway kind of thing. And, um, my accountant was, was, was good enough to, to help me out. And the IRS was saying I owed all this money, um, for a late fee. But then I, I filed my taxes. Normally they say, Hey, you haven't filed X year. You can't file till you file a year prior. That's usually how it goes. And they sent me like, two different bills of like $2,000. So that's another, I could easily lose it. Oh, put it on the payment plan or something or who, who knows. But I was like, no, 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 I'm going to fight it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with that. No, no, no. And, and we fought it. And the IRS says, Oh, never mind. You don't owe us the $4,000 late fee. We take it back. Awesome. <laughs> so, so sometimes you just got to be, you know, the squeaky wheel, you know, the squeaky wheel. Yeah, and golden tax relief. We make sure everyone needs to. That should be like a requirement. You got to go listen to that episode. It's really good. Yeah, uh, ben Golden. Good. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Ben uh, back on the show to uh, do tax planning of not just cleaning up prep pass messes, but preventing them and making sure we're, we're dotting our eyes, crossing our t's, paying our quarterly taxes, and saving money where we can. Um, with taxes in the future. So what other stories you want to tell Paul? I don't want to get off the episode and then you blow up my Instagram again. I forgot to tell the story because you talked the whole time, Paul, the host, Paul, shut up and let me share my story. So go ahead and share your stories. <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. Gotta think of more. There's just so many. Um, I guess we could stick on the, on, on your Fee- toes. Fiance, um, man. It's you, when are you getting married? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A good question. Um, we have the wedding book for October 23rd of next year. So we, we planned to have 21, 21. So hopefully okay. the whole Corona that we don't got to get married with a mask on. Man, you and that Corona thing, it, 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 it'll be over, man. Oh, you're, crack, you're cracking me up. Do they make you guys wear masks I, I, down there or what? Yeah, it's actually mandatory. Oh, and people are going crazy really? about it. Oh, I see. I don't watch yeah, the news. So like, I, 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 it's super controversial because, okay. yeah, no, I avoid it as well because then the mayor, you know, Miami is Miami, you know, so people have been doing what they want the whole quote unquote quarantine, you know, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they, they put restrictions and they're like, no, never mind. And then they'll put it in and, and then people are on their boats like, it's Miami, man. You know, you can't, you can't stop us. Man. It's, it's just funny watching it from a distance. Cause I've been able to work. Yeah. If anything, it went very well for me because there was no traffic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I've there been was no traffic. That was awesome. Yeah. I've yep, been working yep, yep. the spring rush, man. It's just been, I've been working, working, working. And I forget about the whole Corona thing until I go, if I go into a grocery store or something and some old lady's got a mask yeah. on, I was like, oh man, I, you know, I guess that thing's still going on. But I, I just, I don't watch the news. Not that I don't want to be aware of current events or what's going on, but it's no, like, but yeah, no, it's I wake so up, crazy. I do my morning ritual. I drink my coffee, do my, I got a little back porch in the mountains. I, I do my little devotional in the morning. I go to the gym. I work out, and then I work all day. And by the time I get home and I get done working, I'm exhausted, Not dude. I go to bed. That. Like I don't got time to to worry about what no, everyone else sure. is doing. I'm in my own. I'm focused, man, on my goals. But um, that's how it's gotta be. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about yeah, October 2021, focused. man. Hey, Corona is gonna be gone <laughs> no, by and, then, dude. Hopefully. Yeah, no, for sure. No, and and uh, and, and it's, it's actually helped me stay focused because, it, like like I said in the last episode, uh, Miami is one big distraction. So me, me and my fiance, we stay real focused on on getting estimates done, pumping out stuff. Compared to you know, everything's closed now, so you can't really, you don't really have an option. To, oh, we gotta go to Fulano's so and so's birthday. Or, no, everyone's that's on hold right now. So I'm like, great, I get to work. <laughs> yeah, but she's been helping me out tremendously. I gotta her thanks, Kim the Yogi. Um, check her page out. But she she has helped a lot, so much, you know. And and the, the, I'm I'm the outside guy. She's the the the, the back end, you know. Uh, so many people expect to do both. There's just so much to do, you know. You you need help, um, you know, if it's your fiance or or a secretary or someone. Um, it's hard to be in the field and really um, focus on all the little stuff in the back end. Yeah, delegation is something that uh, for a lot of us, it's hard because we don't, we like to control everything. Usually when you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you kind of like to have your hand on everything and, and learning to to delegate to the people that it can be trusted, you know, um, whether you hire a bookkeeper, we got Golf, Cook, Golf Coast Bookkeeping. Uh, we've had them on the show before, but those are someone you could hire. Golden Tax Relief, you need tax help, or I mean, whoever it is, someone in your family, like your fiance, Paul, you know, directly someone you know personally. But it gets to a point where you can't do everything solo, and you got to begin delegating to people that are worthy of of being responsible. You know, exactly. And it all goes yep, back to that. charging the right price because you got to be charging <laughs> your customers enough so that you're paying yourself, you're paying the IRS, you're paying your the people that Accountant, are working for you, all that, all yep. that stuff costs money. Your all your insurances and general liability and and uh, all this stuff, man, it costs a lot of money. And and I was just talking with a fellow last night, and uh, you know about 
what you need to be charging per man per hour, it's got to be more. You know what I mean? It's got to be more. Um, until every single person's yep. telling you no, then you probably haven't raised your rates enough, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I thought of you the other day. Oh, my, I did an estimate for a client and uh, she told me, oh, you were the highest quote. Um, thank you or whatnot. You know, I appreciate it. I was like, yeah, it actually felt good. You know, like yeah. maybe before I would have been like, oh, man. What I do, but now, you know, I thought you brought that up before. Well, because I want to be the lowest quote. Heck no. When you're desperate, you're like, all right, let's say it quotes $3,000. You're like, uh, I should charge 3000 but I really need the money. I'm going to make sure I get it. I'm going to charge 2500 And then you get it, and then you barely make any money, and you work three days yep. doing the job. Dang and heck. then you're like, you start getting some confidence, and you're like, oh, that'll be four grand, you know? And you say mm -hmm. it with confidence Easy. and yeah. then, and they're like, Oh, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. And they're like, yeah, we'll go with you. And bam, you get the job and you make, you know, 45% profit margin yep. on a one day job or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, that was good. And then it just, it takes time to build that confidence. And it, it's actually, no one likes to be rejected or hear no. Like it's just, no. I think our nature, we just, we, we want to be accepted, but in business, you gotta, you gotta take those no's as you're doing something right. Cause it just, it's just a sign yeah, that, okay, correct. no, it, it's actually to my benefit because maybe that customer doesn't have the money or they're cheap and they're going to go with some low, cheap, you know, company. And it's, that's not the customer I want yep. anyway. I want the customer that is, wants the job done right and, and, and they want to pay me what I'm worth and, and, and those win-wins. Pay the premium. Pay the premium. Thanks absolutely. So raise them prices. That's the ones we're going for. Boys and guys. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What else you got, Paul? My schedule is absolutely popping today. Good. And actually, I'm all good. the way up until I'm going on this tour, I'm going to go interview a bunch of people in Virginia, Maryland, Michigan, Tennessee, Ohio, and that part of the country. And oh, so wow. I got like, I'm working like a maniac until I leave. And then when I leave, it's going to be wild. It's, my life's crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good, 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 crazy. Staying on my we toes. Got this. We got this. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, but it was great talking to you, Paul. I really appreciate uh, you putting me back on the show. Hopefully somebody got a little pointers. Stay on your toes. Don't throw in that towel. There you go. Stay on your Hang toes. Don't throw in the towel. <laughs> Hang in there and, and adjust and pivot. As, as, you, as you get your Correct. truck and trailer stolen, you know, you got to ask, well, how, how does this not happen again? And it's either Correct. make sure everything, uh, like you said, you could have locked it and they could have broken the windows, but more than likely if somebody would have been, I mean, I know it costs money when you got a three man crew, but we got to say, Hey, we need a, we need a supervisor. Like someone has to watch the truck and the trailer. Even if that yeah, means that, exactly. you build little rules like that, you didn't think, Oh, let's talk about this rule today. You know, you just go to work, but yeah, and even stuff if like that happens, I need someone in the front, no matter what. A hundred percent of the time. The gas. <laughs> I think I've Fill shared. I, I think know, I've shared know? this story before, Paul. But my buddy, he had a BR uh, seven hundred or whatever the steel blur was, BR six hundred. I, 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 this was back in the day, and uh, he was at the grocery store, and he's walking out of the grocery store, oh. and this old man gets out of this little raggedy car. And grabs his blower out of his truck, bed of his truck in the sub, you know, the <laughs> suburbs. This wasn't that neighborhood you were telling me about. And this old man drives off. And uh, anyway, couldn't catch up to him and he gets this blower stolen. So then next week's Father's <laughs> Day, man, his wife buys him the new, I think, BR, whatever it was, whatever the new steel blower was for the day. This is back in the day. For Father's Day, buys him a brand new blower. Now he's, he's working on a job site. He's got his truck and trailer in the front yard 
and he's by the front door trimming the bushes and his his trailer's down with the ramp down and these guys ah. th- these jokers come up with their truck literally he's standing there watching walk right them up like walk right up take the blower but because the ramp of his trailer was down by the time he ran put his ramp up and you know put his mower in and drove off the guys were long gone and so they yeah, did it, it while he was in the front yard and so it's just like you you really got to be on your toes it and and uh <laughs> That's the truth. Got to be on your toes. You never know what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. And talk but, to your insurance hey, agent about theft because, you know, I got my equipment insured. If, if true, someone's. True. People talk. Yeah. People have told me that. Um, hey, consider insuring your equipment. You know, it's going to cost a bit, but hey, if that's what it's for, you know, and it really happens. Um, that's a lot of machinery that can go missing and it's going to come out of pocket. Yeah, so I I definitely got that on my stuff. I still have to pay a high deductible if they take everything, but that will give you a little bit more peace of mind. Oh man. Yep. yep. All right, man. Well, we'll gotta keep- gotta stay strong. We gotta stay strong. Use those stories to, uh, you know, motivate us. You know, and I, I like I said, it's just another a good story to tell. And then after that, we make money. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna Lord willing, we're 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 talking details and 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 lining everything up, but we're considering taking the green industry podcast on a winter 2021 road tour. Um, and, and South beach will be part of the trip. Um, so you'll, be, you'll be, be my, there. uh, you'll definitely be, be a, guide. Yeah, you'll be a tour guide. And, uh, I need, <laughs> I need insight on, on what hotel to stay at and, uh, everything like that. But, but, but Let's upper seventies deep into January, that sounds very pleasant. Let's do it. I'll be there. All right, man. Well, thanks for chatting, Thank Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul the well, Miami landscaper. Follow him on Instagram. We'll put your link in the show notes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank handle. you, brother. Good hearing from you. Always a good time chatting with the Miami landscaper. His IG handle will be in today's episode description. If you're new to podcasting, if you're listening to an Apple podcast, which most people do, you just scroll up and that's what's called the episode notes. And what we do is we stack a bunch of links in every single episode. We'll usually our guest IG, or if they have any websites that they would like us to promote or share, we'll put those in there. And then you also find the links, for example, to the GIE plus expo, where you can save yourself 50% off with the promo code Paul. And uh, when you click on that, it will take you right over to the registration page. It's all synced up and linked up. That's why we pay Marty the big bucks. He does all that stuff on the back end work that uh, syncs up perfectly. We're also going to put the rate increase letter that I was talking about earlier in the show notes today. I highly recommend getting this template and sending it to your customers annually just to train them that there's a slight rate increase because my friends, inflation keeps making everything go up more. Our expenses are usually increasing, even if we're super diligent to make them as low as possible, we need to be raising those rates. And perhaps you didn't even accurately put the proper rate in when you quoted the job, and maybe you want to do a mid-season rate increase. Those definitely can be successful, but you need to professionally present it to your customer. You can't just casually, nonchalantly, you know, approach the situation because it is very sensitive. So we put together a letter that explains why the rate needs to be increased. And then you put the effective date. It's a plug and play type deal. Anyway, it's only $20. That letter, uh, that template will be in today's show notes as well. It's called the rate increase letter. And uh, also one-on-one coaching with me, what we're going to do is we're going to keep this open through next week. 
And then when I'm on tour, it's going to be closed down uh, for the entirety of the tour just because I'm going to be on the road and I want to give my guests my full undivided attention and be you know locked in on that tour. And so we're going to have that open next week and then close during tour. And then when I get back and, and, and things are kind of settled in later this summer, um, we are considering opening that back up. But if you need to have a conversation with me before I leave, uh, there's one hour counsel sessions available, one-on-one coaching calls. Uh, that will be in today's show notes as well. Our e-course will be in there and uh, the Hardscape Academy as well. And thanks again to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. All right, folks, that was a good one. Make sure if you're enjoying the show to drop us a rating and a review. I'll read one real quick. Thank you, Marty. Uh, let's pull it up right here. This is an Apple podcast. Really appreciate uh, the five-star review from Bronson Cole. Just what I needed to hear. He said, I'm planning on starting my own landscaping business within the next year. And Paul's podcast has tremendously been eye-opening and full of knowledge I needed to hear. I'm trying to start a debt-free business. That's music to my ears. I'm listening to some of these podcasts over and over. It's a scary chapter to open for me, but I'm ready to take the leap. Bronson Cole, five stars. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, Bronson Cole. And uh, for everyone else who is subscribing and um, leaving the ratings and reviews, we appreciate it. I was just checking the charts today. I think we're at 83 or 82, somewhere in there. We have been fluctuating and uh, it's good to be in the top 100, but we do have a goal (laughs) to be in the top 50. So why not? It's a team effort. When you guys subscribe and uh, leave ratings and reviews, it definitely helps us climb the chart. So, all right. Thanks, Paul, for being on the show. Paul, the Miami landscaper. Smash that subscribe button. We'll be back soon, folks.